I am now the the king of omelet making. Nice. I can make the best. And and what I've been doing is I've not got an easy fresh. feat. Eggs eggs are tough. They are tough. And eggs I'm are making tough. the. I'll send you a picture. They're gorgeous. Oh, I can't I mean, wait to beautiful. see your pictures of your food. Hey, I don't. I don't have Facebook, so I can just send them know. to you. You know, Could, anyway. can you send me? Can you send me the before and after though? Sure. Like, like what does the omelet look like? No, no. What does the omelet look like on the plate? And then what does the omelet look like in the toilet? I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. The Literate Apecast is a production of literateape.com. And the apes would like to advise you that inappropriate language and themes may follow. If you are easily triggered, best to go listen to a public radio podcast. All right, so uh, I read, uh, Friday you wrote, the less I care about the things that used to annoy me daily, the more I'm concerned that I'm becoming a soulless autopilot. And then you made a joke. So what? <laughs> yeah, let's not mention tell, the joke tell, because that, I'm not going to mention the joke. I, you know, because you know that's the thing we hide. We hide our pain in humor. So what? What does that mean? I'm pretty sure I'm not hiding any of my pain. Read the rest of those post-it notes. There's no hiding. Oh, I pain did. in that. No, one. I yeah. no, I, I read them, but I, but that one. Well, there's another yeah. one that I want to mention, but that's the one that really stuck out. Is like, oh, what does that mean? So, as I've gotten older, and I guess more into my marriage. I have to remind myself not to take things personally and not to get annoyed by the shit that is just out there. Like, you know, when I was younger, I thought, and I know I'm not alone in this thought, that the anger, the fire, the things that pissed me off was my fuel. That's, I needed that fire like a hot air balloon to, you know, that was, yeah. But now it's like, what the fuck is the point of getting upset about shit? Like, it's, I'm, I'm not going to fix it. I can't fix it. It's beyond my control. It's it's human behavior. I cannot fix human behavior. Laws of the universe, et cetera, et cetera. So stop giving a shit. And I'll feel better. And I can focus on things that I can change. Like, what is that alcoholic's credo? Fo- uh, control the things you can control and have the wisdom to know the diff- Whatever that is. Whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Um, I mean, I don't know what it is because uh, I've never been to AA. Yeah, you get. I was too busy drinking. I keep missing the meeting. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Keep missing the foy foy foy. Yeah. So, but, and I talk about this a lot with my therapist, is finding the balance between caring about things that you sh- like should care about. Like you should have passion about, I'm just going to make you know, the environment, you know, like that the world is burning up or whatever. Um. So finding that fine line between caring and not caring, so you're not pissed and frustrated all the fucking time and angry there. But if, because if I'm too, yeah, whatever, it's just, it is what it is. Like, you're Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. What then? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, (laughs) Jimmy Buffett, I don't know that that guy has, and he says it, he will tell you, he'll be the first one to tell you, he's got the greatest life, the greatest job, and he's had it for like, 50 years at least. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he has nothing living to the be dream. pissed yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and even if he wasn't completely like insanely wealthy and famous all on his own, like he's got a rich uncle that he could always yeah, call yeah. on if shit got really bad, I'm sure. 
Um, but you know, I don't want to go on autopilot and be this this dead inside suburban dad, you know, who doesn't give a shit about anything other than his man cave and his sports team and uh, you know, yeah, like, I'm not. I hear that. I I, well, I mentioned this before we started recording. Is that uh, this November? Um, I've decided to, and, and and I was thinking about this. I, I, I like twenty twenty was a shit show. Nobody's going to deny that it was it, it was a an historic shit show and kind of a good was year, like a but lost, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a fine. <laughs> yeah. It was a fine no, year. It was a shit but in show. terms, total shit show. Yeah, and in, yeah. in times, yeah, and in, in terms of the world, in terms of people. I mean, that's why we've got the the, the great. I, I don't even. I'm not even to the point where I'm calling it the great resignation, where everybody just quitting their jobs. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm saying it's a result of the great pause, because it for a lot of people, not everybody, it was a pause. It was a stoppage of. Exactly what you're talking about, that autopilot feeling, I'm doing this, I'm doing this job, I'm exchanging my time for this money, this is what I'm doing, I'm paying my bills, I'm staying ahead of, you know, I'm keeping the water above my, you know, below my neck kind of mm -hmm. thing. Keeping your, your head and above then, the shit line. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, we had to stop in a lot of ways, not entirely, but in a lot of ways, we, we kind of stopped as a globe, and... That gave people some time to kind of examine exactly what you wrote, uh, you know, about you know where's my fuel, where's my passion, mm -hmm. and, and and what's important to me. And I think that really gave people the twenty twenty one for me has been sort of a, a realigning. You know, I got the I got the the copywriting job that pays fine, the bills are paid, um, and I you know I gained some weight because I'm sitting on my ass a lot. I mean, yeah, you know, but I'm, the weight was all in your dick, so we're good there. Well, yeah, it was. It was all penis, penis weight. Um, but no, that was the thing. Is I, I and I realized, I realized I was sitting in my house a lot. <laughs> the freshman fifteen inches yeah. of cock, inches of cock. <laughs> but uh, so this November, anyway. Long story short, th this November I've decided. Uh, I decided that I was going to put a few things in a place because I'm kind of a goal oriented jackass anyway. Yeah. So the first thing that because uh, I go to the gym. Pretty much every day, anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I realized that I was eating more than my body wants to process because my body wants to be. I want to, My body wants to be fat like my natural father. I mean, he was huge. He was like Chris Farley big the last time I saw him. So it's yeah. like that's what my body wants to be. It's like now nah, I'm not going to get there. So what so do you I eating? Go work out. What, what, what's well, the food the you're is, eating? Like, well, the thing about it is, it's not even what the food is; it's the amount of food that I eat. I can't, as a fifty-five-year-old man, mm. I can't even eat what I ate when I was fifty. You know, I've got to sure. pretty much. I if I want to maintain the weight I'm at, pretty much I eat one like what most people would say is a regular American meal a day. Okay, you know. Um, but what I realize is, if I if I if I if I want to lose a little bit of weight, but not like let's lose, you know, I'm not going to starve myself to death, and I fast once a week, but it's sort of like okay, so I'm going to go. I've got pro, you know, whey protein, protein drink. I've been making. I am I am now the the king of omelet making. Nice. I can make the best. And and what I've been doing is I've not got an easy fresh, feat. Eggs eggs are tough. They are tough, and eggs I'm making tough. the. They're, I'll send you a picture. They're gorgeous. Oh, I can't I mean, wait to see your pictures of your food. Hey, I don't. I don't have Facebook, so I can just send them know. to you. You know, could, anyway. can you send me? Can you send me the before and after though? Sure. Like, like what does the omelet look like? No, no. What does the omelet look like on the plate? And then what does the omelet look like in the toilet? 
when you've processed it all. See, you just asked for this, so you're going to get it. Oh, dude, I want it. All right, it's all yours. All right, anyway. but So anyways, I've been, just been eating less, but I, I've been... Uh, I'm going out about an hour and a half every day, and I, I've made. I'm walking ten thousand steps a day. That's it. No matter what, I'm getting outside in the Jesus sunshine, Christ. and I am walking right. ten thousand steps because I don't run. But Hang what on. I love about it, no. Let's, but what I love no, about it, no. Wait a minute. You've now become one of those steps people. You have become my mother, my stepmother. You've become. This is what I'm afraid of becoming, is a basic bitch who's like, oh, I need to get my steps in. God, just no, walk. No. Just well, walk. I am gonna, well, no, but just Clock walk. Clock it is the mileage. Thing about it, is, it sounds like more... It, fine, fine. I'm going to walk five miles a day. Thank you. That, yeah, I love right. that. that makes right you, on, man. I support that, that makes goal. You, if that makes you feel better, I'm going to walk five miles a day. It's all about but the I, packaging. It's all about the packaging. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know, but what I've noticed is that I'm walking longer and longer distances because I'm putting on music. And I'm just walking, yeah. And I'm I've become that guy that walks down Las Vegas Boulevard, kind of bebopping to himself. <laughs> I'm that guy because I'm like, yeah. it feels like the first time. And I'm just like, walking down the street. Yes, it is fun. Uh, but I'm doing that. Um, I kind of I kind of hit the point. And talking about annoyed, um, I kind of hit the point. Like uh, we've had the conversation that uh, my niece and I are no longer doing our podcast because she felt like I attacked her uh, about her belief beliefs in white privilege, and I apologized to her. But apparently that was not good enough. Well, then the other day I'm talking to my mom on Facetime, and we're just talking about stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And somehow we got on. Somehow we got on. Uh, what you can prove and what you can't prove. We were talking about critical race theory in Virginia. And uh, and I mentioned, I said, well, the problem that I, I see is that critical race theory is sort of like religion in schools. You know, it's, 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 it's a theory, um, but it can't be proven. Well, my mom is very Christian. Mm-hmm. And so she said, well, I believe in Jesus. And I said, yeah, I, I said, I said, I totally understand that. I said, but the point is you can't prove he existed. You, you can say it, you can believe it. Well, I get I love, I love that she took that fork in the road, not the critical race theory, but yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the so, theory well, then, of Jesus. Yeah. Then I, then I got an email from her and she felt like <laughs> I attacked her. Oh my God. And I thought, Don. okay. Yeah. And I thought, okay, <sighs> wait a minute. I, Cause I, I, this is the last thing I intended to it so i was like all right and i sat here and i read it and i was like and my wife routinely tells me what a blowhard i am that's her word for it mm-hmm. and so i started you know, getting a little butt hurt you know what i mean like right. a little yeah. fuck off i am me you will bow down to just me being me and then i thought all right you. Wait a i didn't attack you you fucking idiot wait if one guy says you're an asshole mm-hmm. you might be an asshole or not yeah. But if five guys say you're an asshole, you're probably an asshole. And I went, oh wow, okay. So I'm kind of getting, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the people that are, that whose opinions I actually do care about right. are telling me that that because that's the thing is I'm just having conversations. They feel like I'm attacking them. There's something going on that I'm missing. So instead yeah. of projecting out on them, so one of the things that I am. And you got to know, you know me well, about as well as anybody, you got to know, this is a challenge, is that if you do not ask my opinion, and I was talking about how am I going to do ApeCast this way, it's like, yeah, it's implied, but if you don't, if you don't ask my opinion about something, I'm fucking, it's going to go on the ape, 
It's going to go in an article I'm writing, but I am not going to speak of it. I'm going to keep my fucking opinion to right. myself. Yes. You know, because part of me is like, I yeah. want, if, if, if what I really want from the, the far extreme right, you know, status quo warriors and the far extreme left rage profiteers, what I really want them to do is just shut the fuck up. Well, how about I lead by example? Right. So that's going to be my November is just trying to be very conscious of not monologuing mm. with the exception of the ape cast because that's what we're supposed that's to do. That's the outlet. Yeah. Well, that's it's it it's I I think that that's very good and I I'm proud of you for doing that and um I this idea of you attacking people when you don't think you are like we you and I have talked about this. You have a big voice. You talk with your arms. Like there is it can be threatening to some people and misconstrued that way. I, it's never bothered me. I, I've never, I've always read it as this is just how the guy talks. He's just whatever, I, you know, I mean, and <laughs> you've admitted this, like you've been a, a, a right prick to me <laughs> on the ape cast Oh before. no. And I recognize, like, I recognize when I'm being an asshole and but I know that I am fundamentally an asshole and accepting that is, is hard but I think, and going back to your, your, your like, I, I care less, of, yeah. the less I care about the things that used to annoy me daily, it's, it's that annoyance daily and embracing that rage is an asshole thing to do. It's, yeah, but that's, that's the trick, is that, so what I was getting at is that you're not an asshole. Your intention is not to attack. And, but yeah, like, maybe it's... Okay, I'm stumbling because I'm trying to avoid the the personal connection. There's a certain woman in my life uh, who I live with. Recently, she has said to me, <coughs> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna oversimplify, and this is not this a is one hundred percent. This is also one of your post-it notes, so keep going. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is not a one hundred percent fair representation of the actual situation. But lately, a complaint that this woman who I live with, I will not, I will not name her, keep her anonymous. No. But this woman who I live with, she, she happens is, to be the mother of my child. Let, I'm married you, to her. Just, for, for, let's just call her Stacy. Uh, sure. Stacy works. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. for those of you listening, it's Stacy without an E. Just so we're clear. Stacy has had a complaint uh, of me lately that I, she doesn't like the way that I ask questions. The way I ask questions are offensive, um, triggering, uh, gaslighting. And so I hear this, and like you, like your mom tells you, you she felt attacked, your cousin, or your niece tells you she felt attacked, Dana tells you you're blown. So it's like, okay, well, what do I have to, do? clearly I'm doing something wrong, because this is not my intention. Let me reassess myself, and you know. So I'm like, okay, what is it about the way I ask questions that's offensive? And we get into it, and I'm not going to flush it all out right now, because it's, it's so, I, I still don't understand it. I yeah. still cannot totally break it down but 
I've, I've spent a lot of time the last few weeks trying to figure out what my questions about, hey, do you know um, anything about this RSV virus, this virus that we got an email from school. There's like some kids that have this R- RSV. It's a, some respiratory virus. And it's, it's, a, it's a different version of the common cold. Sure. So I, I asked Stacy the other night, hey, do you know anything more about this? She's like, no, I haven't had time to Google it. Why would you think that I did? Da-da-da-da-da. Why would you ask questions like that? So annoying. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, fuck. I, I just asking. I, okay. I, fuck. Why is that an annoying question? Like, okay, you don't know. I just say, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. Haven't had time to Google it. Fine. But she got totally annoyed with me. So I've come to this point of it, maybe it's best not to ask questions. Well, you know, and this when you leads, say this that, is I was, slippery slope of like, I will like not my engage dad. anymore. I will well, no like longer engage because I only get in trouble. And and the thing about it is this this is this is there is there you know there's a lot of 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 conversation these days about men embracing their feelings and being more communicative and this kind of thing. And ultimately what I'm figuring out is we are better, the better part of us as the species, we're better if we just keep our shit to ourselves and just do things. Is that men or humans? Men. Um, What kind of men? Men, biological men. Straight men, gay men? Doesn't matter. Bi-curious men, okay. If if you are the masculine, I'm just trying to be inclusive here. If all right, if you're in the gay, if you're in a gay relationship and you're two men, there's one man that's going to be the masculine and one that's going to be the feminine. That seems to be the case. I don't know. I've never been in a gay man's relationship, but what I'm saying is, there's always going to be a partner. I mean, the day and is young, at, and I look at my dad, and my, my I love my dad. My dad's an opinionated guy. He's got lots to say. He's got lots on his mind, but he. He doesn't talk politics mm. around the house. He doesn't talk. He says very fucking little. My uncle Don, who am I? Who I am named for? Mm-hmm. My experience with him is he didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> my uncle Don. What I didn't realize is that he was slowly just as drunk as shit. But my memory of <laughs> Uncle Don, he what? Well, that's what I found is out. Uncle he Don was sitting- no longer with us. Among no, us he, on this he, planet, he okay. passed, and before he passed, it was he worked for Boeing. He worked on the uh, the space shuttle, the initial space shuttle. He was one of the engineers on that, like the um, Challenger space shuttle. Yeah, like the first one. He was he worked for Boeing, and he was one of the the Columbia the designers. I, I don't remember which one it was. I just know that the first space shuttle that went into space, whatever that one was, yeah, he was part of the design team. Okay, that's cool. So anyway. Yeah, he's cool. So he killed he a told, teacher. Well, that no, wasn't the first one. I'm kidding. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway from Kansas. Um, but no, he, he would sit. My memory of my Uncle Don is that he would sit in front of the fireplace downstairs in their house, in Aunt Vicky and Uncle Don's house. He would smoke a pipe. He was never without his pipe. And he would sit and watch TV and not talk to anybody, which is why when he finally retired and was playing tennis every day, and he pulled me aside, and I think I was in college, but he said, Daddy, I want to talk to you, which, I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I know it wasn't the first time in my life I'd heard his voice. I know that wasn't the case, but it was kind of like that. And he sat for three and a half hours and monologued to me about how 
his life wasn't what he wanted it to be, that he wanted to be a journalist, that he had kids, and that kind of forced him to go into the, the, mm-hmm. the, one, the one area of college that he could get a, a scholarship for, which was engineering, and, that, and be basically just saying, don't do this with your life. But I think at some point you start to become, and I don't want to be that person, because I, lo- I love my dad, but you know, but I do think it's sort of like, and maybe that's what I'm trying. It's like I'm I'm going to walk five miles a day, which somehow how many steps 10, would you 000, say that is? Okay, yeah. that's that's <laughs> like ten thousand steps. It's like ten thousand steps. Uh, like you know, and I think some of my steps, some of my steps get added because I st- oh, when God, I'm standing at the Go light on. and I'm waiting About, for the walk yes, sign. I fine, dance a little great. bit. I think oh that my counts. God, what a, but, yeah, totally counts. You know, Jesus. um, the oh, other Christ. the other thing that I'm doing is that I'm writing four thousand words a day, mm-hmm. minimum. How many miles is that? Uh, that's like 17 miles yeah, in words. That's about right. Yep. And so that's a lot of words. Not all of them get published. <laughs> Not <laughs> no. even close. That I, that was one of the things I, I was like, all right, I'm a writer for a living. Let me see how many. I, I've got to set a goal for myself. It's not yeah. for the job. It's not just I'm going to set a goal for 4,000 words a day. And then I realized, oh, I'll write 4,000 words a day, but only about. 1500 actually are readable. Okay, that's fine. I did the work. That's great. Right. So how do you winnow that down? And I I, I don't think the answer is to completely not engage. Right. It's but I, what's the balance? Yeah. But I do think it's about it's it's about picking it's about picking which minefield you want to dance in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's one of the things I realized was I love my niece. But I'm not going to. I'm at this point. I'm not going to do a podcast with her because I don't know which minefields. And, and it's one of the things yeah. I'm writing a piece right now. I'm writing a piece right now that I'm pitching to the Atlantic. It's about when our our dent- identities are wrapped up into our ideas, then any disagreement is a personal attack. Right. You right. know, and yes, and yeah. and that's the thing is I don't know what I can disagree or agree with. That's not going to set the landmines off. Right. Mom and I agreed. Mom and I agreed. We will never talk about religion again, and I'm fine with that. I don't care. I mean, I... because I, you know, what it reminds me of. You remember Andy? You remember Andy, the the NASA woman that I dated for a while? No. She was. She was. She worked for NASA. She worked at the uh, the the planetarium in Chicago. Lovely woman, but she. She had some fucking weird ass religious beliefs. She believed in gnomes. She's kind of like a wicked gnomes are religious. Own. She believed that there were real gnomes. She was kind of a wicked. You They're know just what I mean? Short was, fat people. No, no. Well, they weren't. No, she. And, and it was, I mean, it was it was really extreme. And finally, I broke up with her, and she couldn't understand why. And I said, "Listen, I said, here's the thing. Um, you have some very strongly held beliefs about the world." Um, that I think are utter horse shit. <laughs> and I'm never going to not think, I'm never going to not think your belief system is rooted in fucking nonsense. Yeah. And that's not fair for you to be with someone that thinks you're a fucking idiot. Right. So right. I'm going to break up because you deserve somebody that, that like can hear your whack-ass bullshit and go, yeah, me too. Because all I hear is, what the fuck is wrong with her? And that's not fair. Yeah. Okay, now that is a... Re- that's like, just I, me I, being I love, honest. I, I really like you, but you know what? 
You deserve someone. You deserve someone worse than me. You deserve a moron. <laughs> and I don't want to hold you back from. Yeah. Barely succeeding. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, and the thing about it is, I, 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 and that's I think it when you're dealing with Stacy, you know, and I don't know how often you see her, um, but when you, you know, when when you're in, comes I think, and goes, yeah. I think right now, um, and maybe who knows what it is. There, I mean, there's bound to be something, and eventually, uh, she will let you know what that thing is. But in the meantime, you can't take it personally, right? You, you, you disengage from the behavior that you think you're going to get accused of because mm-hmm. you're going to, because then it's going to be, we don't talk anymore. Right. I get that a lot too. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get that. And I'm like, but aren't we so happy? <laughs> no, but then, then I think it's a matter of explaining. This is, this is, this is my experience because ultimately, and that's what, that's what, and I don't, I don't want to just label it as women, but that's what people in this, in this part of the relationship, I had a, a friend of mine once who every time he called me, all he did was bitch at me about how I never called him. Right. And I finally said, the reason I don't call you is because every time you call me, you bitch at me about never calling you. And it makes me not want to fucking call right. you. And that's pretty much the gig. <laughs> and he didn't like that. He didn't like that I called him on his shit. And <clears throat> it's fine. We all have shit we do. I think, uh, I, 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 I think maybe part of your problem is that you no longer have Facebook because right. That's one of your things. I, I, well, shit, man. I wouldn't say that part of my problem is that I no longer have Facebook. So I, I, I've, I've deactivated my account. Yeah. Now did you delete it? Did you delete it or did you deactivate it? I deactivated it only because. So maybe you do need AA. Well, no, it's kind of like it's, it's, it's the Don Hall, Uncle Buck way of, of smoking. You Fair. Know, the scene in Uncle Buck where he's like, you know, he comes over to the house and she's writing him the checks. He's like, no, I got, I, I, I got you. You know, d- d- there won't be any problem accepting a third party out of state check or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. You know, and she says, you know, I, I quit cigarettes, quit smoking cigarettes. She goes, oh, that's great. He says, yeah, I'm on to cigars now. That's a whole program. Cigarettes, cigars, pipes, then chewing tobacco or whatever, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. You've quit cigarettes a while ago. Yeah. I smoke pipe. And you smoke a pipe. So me deactivating my account is just switching from cigarettes to a cigar. Like I have because what what if I need to go not need? I ugh. Yeah, it's the right like oh. Facebook is a thing. Like what if I feel like I have no choice but to go back to jump in for a little bit and test the waters and I I don't I don't know. What if I have to steal my mother's television set to afford the internet for Facebook? I mean, but like all, all, kidding, Jared as, all Leto kidding aside, and Requiem for a Dream, oh man. God. All kidding aside, like what if <laughs> what if I do need to get back on there to I don't know. I mean, it, let's. I mean, worst case scenario, like manage my mom. My like my mom passes away at some point, and I have to. I, I, I don't know. I just like deactivated. I took it off my phone. It's it, like it's not there. It might as well be deleted. It's just it's not there. But because I've only deactivated it and didn't delete it, I still exist in. Oh, here's here's the other reason why is because I still get messages if needed. So if there are people out there that don't have my email or contact. 
Granted, they could Google me and find Littered Ape and they'd figure it out, but because people are lazy, fuck it. They could send me a Facebook message, which I rarely check. In fact, I probably should check that just in case, maybe. It's, it's an emergency thing. It's, so it's, it's like, it's I'm, a, not gonna do, I'm not going to do the heroin because I've taken all the heroin, I've taken the needle and the spoon and the actual yeah. bag of heroin, and I just, I, I put it on a shelf that's like above no, the coffee, yeah. so I have to get, I actually have to get on a stepladder to no, actually you know, reach here, it, here's so exactly I can't get is. to it. Here's exactly what it is. When I was 20-something, I remember I was living in my house in Las Vegas, and my credit card debt was, uh, it was out of hand. It was like 15 I don't know. It was it was a lot, and I took all my credit cards, and I put them in a plastic bag, a Ziploc baggie, and I poured water in it, filled it with water, zipped it, put it in the freezer, froze them, out of my wallet, couldn't use them. If I felt like oh I need really need this, I could just put on my credit card. I'd have to wait for the thaw, in order to use the credit card. So it's kind of like that. Like if I need it, I could go get but it. But only it would take if you took these efforts. Only if you took yeah. your phone and your and your and your computer and you froze it. Right. I have to take my computer out of the freezer to to do yeah, it. Right. Yeah. No, but like, but here's the thing: is I've. It's been about a week. I like. I don't even know how long it's been because I have not missed it one bit. I'm right. That's and the knowing, thing. I don't and knowing that it, it's not I'm there. I'm happier that it's gone. I haven't yeah. even like gone to my like. Th- it used to be this like uh, muscle memory thing of like open the phone. I'm waiting in line at the at the Secretary of State or Starbucks, wherever the fuck it. You know. Uh, okay. Some fucking Facebook. Okay. I'm in the shower brushing my teeth on Facebook. I I don't even have the pull anymore. Yeah. It's, if I'm brushing my teeth in the shower, what do I do? I'll read the news. I'll read the yeah, news. That's, or the thing about it is, I'll just I fucking news, stare at the, at the wall of my shower and brush my teeth for yeah. two minutes, and that's that. And I'll have my own thoughts, and that's that. But well, what's I'm, funny about it is that I've had several of my friends via text say, Dave, Himmel, man, what, like, what's up, dude? Uh, did you get kicked off Facebook? No. I just, I, I just deactivated the account. Like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Is it? I, I don't know. I mean, clearly these assholes aren't listening to the Apecast because we've talked yeah. about it. They're not reading really Little Ape because I wrote about it. Yep. It's like the one thing I've written in the last two years. <laughs> it's a fucking thing about Facebook. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. It, I, I, I did. I mean, he, I did get a thing. So in one of the text chains I'm on with some college buddies, they posted. Um, shared a, a screenshot post one of one of our other college friends uh bishop jackson who is apparently like kidney failure and like needs a a, a donor like he's on a list but you know he's a 42 year old um black man like are they gonna give like he's not top of the list you know like he's not a kid he's yeah. not 20 he's not you know, yeah, yeah. he was always overweight. So, like, he might not be, I don't know if overweight's the right thing, but he was always a bigger dude. So, I, like, yeah. Those. He just needs a kidney. And, and kid, getting a kidney is fucking hard. Right. Unless you, like, go to Russia and they, they, they you know. Yeah. So, he's like, their, he's put it out there asking for help. Or, or yeah. squid game <laughs> right. in it for body parts. Yeah. So, he put it out there and asked for help. So, when, if we go back to the conversation you and I had, and again, the piece that I wrote about 
what I would miss, the friends that I would miss if I got off Facebook. Literally, I was thinking of Bishop the whole time because he is a dude who I... You said Bishop, I think. Did I? I very, I'm I, almost I have, 100% yeah. sure because that's, that's a very odd so, name. I Only Bishop that. I know was an android in Aliens, so... Oh, there's that bishop, and then there's the bishop from X-Men, the time traveler that came back. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, I guess I forgot about him, yeah. But yeah, other than those two, and then Bishop Jackson. And Bishop Jackson's the real deal. Like, this, I fucking love this guy. So, I miss that. So, I miss, like, these these new things, but I also got it secondhand from my other friends who are still on Facebook, so yeah, you, not a total people failure. People can find you. People yeah. can give you the information, yeah. So other than that, like I, I have not felt the pull. I have not, to, you know, to go on Facebook. I, I'm good. Yeah, I, I don't miss it. I'm good at all. I don't miss it at all. And I did tell my friends who have asked me, like, "Hey, did you get kicked off?" Which is a fair assumption because I probably, you know, I've I've gotten banned for posting a my ass, my birthday picture with my pants and my ankles at a urinal or the artsy picture katie took of me at staring at the window or standing at the window looking out at niagara falls and dumb shit like that this is katie that took the picture katie not stacy okay just say it's making sure katie's my wife who loves me very much okay got it stacy stacy's this woman who with. i live with you and live with who and birthed your son yeah got who, it. who thinks i'm awful or yeah, wants me okay, to be awful it. or whatever so but I told them, I'm like, look, you guys, I'm not on it anymore, so you're going to have to, like, for for big things like if Bishop needs help, like a kidney. Text me. Or Fucking if somebody text dies, me. text me and let me know. You know, spread the word. But yeah. otherwise, yeah, fuck off. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. I don't even think um, about it. It's not even like... Oh man, I don't even miss my ex-girlfriend anymore. Like I don't even th- it's amazing how quickly I stop thinking about Facebook. Yeah, it's completely superfluous unless you're living in 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 Myanmar and you need WhatsApp to be able to do your business. Mm-hmm. There's just not it's just not really not really. Okay, um I'm going to move from that topic. I want to say I'm proud of you. I'm glad you got rid of Facebook. Um, I want you to, I personally will feel better once you delete it entirely, but I, I gotcha. That just reminded me, I have not deactivated or deleted or whatever my Instagram account, but I also have not gone, I rarely ever go on that. Yeah. The thing about, yeah, the thing about it is as long as you don't have it on your phone, you're fine. Well, and here's the greatest benefit. And because me, on your phone, because those th- those things, the Facebook, the, 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 if you, I don't know if you read the whistleblower stuff, but they are fucking deep into your goddamn phone. Oh, I know. They are. Yeah. Oh shit! So that's why yeah. I was like, get all this shit off of me. But like, I, I, I told Tommy Beardmore this. Tommy asked me, he's like, did you get kicked off Facebook? But the thing is, and I wrote, I wrote this. I texted him back. So Tommy's my, my not sh- listening to the fucking Apecast. Apparently not. The fucking cunt. He's busy. He just bought a condo. Apparently, busy he's, my he's ass. He's running a business. It's Look, an hour man, a week. I, I don't know what to. I don't know what to tell you about that guy. I can get seventy five hundred steps in an hour. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I told him that, and this is true. Like, I, I, I don't feel as stressed. I don't feel as no annoyed by things i'm not triggered by stuff anymore uh jesus i just said that like i'm triggered by whatever um you know what i mean like oh fuck why is 
Why are people? Why is my my wife's? Why are people so great stupid? Aunt posting this bullshit about Trump's dick is full of uh, inovertimetersin that cures COVID. You should suck Trump's dick to swallow his cum, and you'll heal from COVID or whatever the fuck they post on your there. aunt. Your aunt posts that. Not my aunt. My aunt by marriage. But well, she sounds like a saucy minx. She's the best. <laughs> but the ultimate takeaway is that my shits are shorter, you know, because I don't sit there and be like mindless, like, oh, I've been on the toilet for 20 minutes and I've learned nothing. I've just exercised my thumb by dude, dude scrolling. Dude, I'll tell you what, you know what the best uh, Facebook replacement uh, for taking a shit is? Masturbation. No, because that's hard to shit and masturbate. I mean, if is you it? shit... And blow your load at the same time oh, and sneeze. Donnie, come on. You might you might go into the multiverse. <laughs> well, and sneeze, yeah. yeah that that, yeah. that is and the then gateway. You go, then, you, yes. then all of a sudden you're in the multiverse and Everything you can choose cracks. wherever you go. It cracks yeah. right open. It's like the mirror. But yeah. <laughs> I've been I, I got Blinkist. And what? it's basically Blinkist. It's called it's an app. It's called Blinkist. Okay. And it's uh and, and basically it's I guess the best way to put it is uh, and there are some people Far too young to even understand what this means. It's sort of like really good books in a Cliff's Note thing. It's like okay. they they break it down so basically you can read. Like I I read uh, you know like every Malcolm Gladwell book. I've read all of those books because I love I love what he's got to say. But you can you can get the gist of like the main points of his book in a Blinkist that takes you seven minutes to read. And you Would get you say, all the big salient points. It's not as good as reading the book, but it's got that information. And I'm telling you, I read more bullshit. Like like books that I would never buy. Yeah. Like Jordan Peterson. I would never buy a Jordan Peterson book. Not because I don't basically think he's right about a lot of things. It's just I'm not going to buy one of his books. Yeah. I'm don't, not a, don't give I'm him not, the, the money I'm, or whatever. Well, the thing yeah. is, I'm not, well, I'm just not a 22-year-old white guy looking for guidance. So I, I don't need to buy one of his books. However, I wondered what his books, what were in his books. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just clicked in Blinkist, and I can read his whole book in like five minutes while I'm taking a shit. It's awesome. Would you say, in relation to the Malcolm Gladwell thing, if we're to tie it back to that, that Blinkist is the tipping point Whoa! of no longer reading, but no, edit that shit out. That wasn't, that was no, done. no, I'm, I know oh, you're gonna keep oh, no, I'm in, keeping that. Whatever. You know, I'm gonna keep that lame ass joke in there. All okay. right, so here, I'm gonna tell you, and, and then I, I think you'll see where I'm going. Uh, I recently, because I'm writing a, I'm writing a weird western for an anthology uh-huh. here in Vegas. And I wanted to kind of immerse myself in in my favorite kind of like you know Western language. I mean, Western you know language. Right? Well, like oh, like the like how they spoke in the old the dialect, like the, the kind of like the language choices that they might use in the old West. Because I'm writing just a story watch and I Deadwood. Went, well, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I I well actually actually I started by watching. Fuck all uh, you! I wish I were a fucking tree. There you go. Yeah, no, I I started watching <laughs> Wild Bill, which is a 2005 mm. movie with Jeff Bridges as Wild Bill Hickok. And interestingly enough, David Carradine is in that movie as Buffalo Bill, and Walter Hill directed it. And I went, wait a minute, this is... Hold on. So I looked up Deadwood, and 
David Carradine plays Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood, which the first episode was right. directed by Walter Hill. And I went, well, uh. fuck. So I wa so again, I went, okay, I want to get this language. So I watched the first episode and then fucking went on a tear. And I've watched all three seasons and the movie. In Deadwood, there is, a, and I'm, I don't know if you've been the last time you watched it, but uh, I loved it. I just think it's so fucking loved good. It. It's, it's not been that long ago. And I was actually talking yeah. about this the other day, so that's really funny. That okay. There's a scene in, up, yeah. this, in, in the, in the second, yeah, second season, uh, Hostetler, the black uh, livery owner, mm -hmm. his horse, yep. they try to geld the horse, it, right. it kills the, the, kills the sheriff's it. thing. The, the really racist guy, yeah. Steve, yep. kind of takes over the livery. Hostetler comes back. He says, hey, I didn't mean it. Uh, the sheriff is like, you know what? It was an accident. I'm not going to hold you accountable for an accident. But then all of a sudden it's, what are we going to do about Steve the racist? And so there is this whole thing where he's got Hostetler has agreed to sell Steve the livery so he can go to San Francisco. And right. Steve is going to take a loan out from the bank. and But neither one of them will sign before the other one does. I'm not right. going to be a fucking cunt. He's going to sign it. And and so Seth Bullock is going back and forth. He's so frustrated. <laughs> back and forth between these two fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to get them to sign this so that Hostetler can fucking get out of town and Steve can have delivery and everybody can be satisfied and there's no bloodshed, no more bullshit. Um, and as I was watching that, I thought about Joe Biden. <laughs> And I went, okay. Joe Biden is <laughs> Sheriff Bullock in this situation. And the fucking Democrats <laughs> that can't agree with each other and the fucking Republicans. I mean, it's all a bunch of fucking cock wars, a bunch of fucking pissants who just won't sign the fucking document before the other one. And I, man, you got to know that Joe Biden wants to just bitch slap the lot of them. Yeah, I <sighs> fucking Democrats. <sighs> I, I, <sighs> they're gonna lose. We're gonna lose in 2024. In 2022, we're gonna in, come November next next November. We're going to get spanked like a redheaded stepchild in a in a a methamphetamine alcoholic household with two parents that came from abusive families that came from a long, like it's just, it's going to be ugly. And Donald Trump will be president. In and Donald Trump, unless, unless he fucking he dies, that, his unless fucking he dies. whale sight, his whale fucking sized heart just goes Doosh! like a fucking helium balloon. He's going to be the fucking president again. I, what a bunch of fucking idiots. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame Biden for this, other than Biden being this no, milk, you don't blame this milk toast centrist Democrat who sucks See, shit. I they need to fucking the go. No, I don't. Th this is the thing. I but, do not think Biden. I think Biden is Sheriff Bullock. I think all he wants is can we just shut the fuck up yes. and everybody just sign the thing so that we can move forward. Agreed. Because we're not doing anything. And Biden in his younger days would be like uh, uh, Rahm Emanuel, where he'd go get in the back room and say, I'm going to fucking stuff this goddamn shoe up your ass because yeah. he was a badass. Was he? Ah, Pen Pennsylvania Joe was a dick. Oh, yeah.
No, Pennsylvania Joe was a was a racist, sexist moron. No, he wasn't racist. Um, he, eh. I don't, I don't think he was racist. All I right. think he was sexist. I think everybody, everybody that age was probably sexist on some level. However, um, he managed to do a lot of really good fucking things. He knew how, well, whether it was good, you, you, you debate that. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. different debate. Yeah. He knew how to get legislation passed. The guy knew how to get shit done. And now he's living in an age, partly because he's 900,000 years old, he's basically <laughs> right. Methuselah. Give or so take really, a millennia, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he didn't have the steam. Yeah, he didn't have yeah. the fucking steam to kick ass anymore. Now he can just go, I got one more ass kicking left in me, but I'm saving it. That's all he can do yeah. is say that as if maybe he does, which he probably doesn't. But I don't think it's milk toast. I think he's, he's fucking working his ass off. And nobody wants to work with him because they want to pit. They're Steve the racist and hostile delivery, and I'm not going to be a cunt and concede because because that's just that's just the worst. It's the worst. Here's here's the thing that I can't quite figure out, and it goes to our earlier point of the things that I used to care about that I don't care about anymore. Like it's it's been a Busy three weeks for me. And in those three weeks, like with work and the kid and Stacy and Katie and, you know. Uh, but the Democrats have had a hard, a hard time in the last month, I think especially. Mm-hmm. And that revealed itself truly last week on Election Day. What I can't figure out is... Here we are. Democrats have the White House. They have the House and the Senate. Barely. Just like by a slim. But majority. Sure. And they are struggling to get shit passed. As if there's one Democrat in the entire national, in in, in all of Congress. Like that there's one Democrat. It's like Joe Biden is the Democrat president. All of his help are Republicans who hate him. And then there's one Democrat in, uh, in, in Congress, and it's the ghost of Teddy Kennedy, which is fuck all because ghosts are dead. They can't vote unless you're in Chicago. <laughs> that old joke. You are a comedy maven. I am. I really am. Um, maven a comedy. Like what the... The Democrats seem to find ways to lose in new ways every single fucking time. And this whole thing of vote blue no matter who has not paid off, is not going to pay off, because we keep electing idiots who, and I don't even know what their problem is. Like, I, I, like is Nancy, like, Nancy Pelosi is not stupid. And we're just fighting cinema and mansion two idiots I, what I, they don't realize david what, what they don't what is, realize like, i don't know what's going on is, what is going is on is that is that on the one hand you have the moderate democrats and they're hostetler and on the other i know we'll flip it they're host the, the progressives the squad that whole progressive group they're hostetler and the rest of them are racist steve and what they forget is even though Bullet gets them both to sign it and everything's good. They're both so fucking pig-headed and hate each other so much 
that Hostetler gets so offended by the racist comments that he blows his own fucking head off, and Steve, in an attempt to, to, to get back at him, gets kicked in the fucking head by a horse. So neither of them survive, and the livery goes to fucking Seth Bullock. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing, it's a read. It's in The Guardian. It's an interview with Bobcat Goldwaith. Uh, it's about that there is no cancel culture. Uh, the, the, the headline is really weird, guys, so I'm, I'm just... Uh, it's a bad headline. It's a terrible headline. It's interview. Bobcat Goldwaith, there is no cancel culture. Charles Bramesco in New York. So anyway, but it's, it's great. I love Bobcat Goldwaith. I've loved him since yeah. uh, Police Academy because that was my first introduction to him when I was a kid. And what's great is that the story starts off like he's not doing... The character anymore, like no, he hasn't done that in years. But Bobcat Goldwaite has become and has for a long time been a, a great stand-up and a really good comedy director. And it's it's a great interview. It's a it's a really great little piece. Oh yeah, no, I so, love I love Bobcat when he was on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Super nice guy, super yeah. nice guy, and I uh, love that. Yeah, I read that and I thought that was good. My uh, my first thing is a listen. Um, it is a podcast called Lexicon Valley by John McWhorter, who is a linguist professor, at, I think, at Columbia University's recently a New York Times opinion writer. Um, and, and I like John McWhorter. I like his writing. I've read his books. Uh, but I, I, I was like, oh, hey, look at this Lexicon Valley. What's this all about? It's all about how language changes. This whole podcast. And the one I listened to most recently was, can you play Jew in Scrabble? And it's a whole discussion. <laughs> it's a whole discussion. What does that of, mean? Like, that the, like, the, <laughs> you the can't, tiles you are can't, wholesale points you like can't, what is that you you cannot play the word jew or les uh or lots of things there why? are a lot, it's basically well that's why you should listen to the podcast oh, fuck off all right it's a really really good podcast i really Christ. like john mcquarter he's very funny and he's and he's smart so it's good you'll be right. smarter when you listen to it all right my next interview this week is if you're still on facebook or instagram take a break deactivate try it just for a week. And then in three weeks, I will remind you to s that you quit it and say, how do you feel? And you'll be like, oh, fuck, I feel better. And I for totally forgot why. Because Facebook, like Mark Zuckerberg's personality, is completely forgettable. It's really easy to push aside. Fuck it. My number two is a, is a book. Um, although, um, I'm going to go with a sub two. This is really just for you. Um, okay. I would like you to walk 9,999 steps a day. Wait, I'm sorry. You said this is a book? No, th no I'm saying this one, this one is not one of my three. It's just for you. I want you to walk steps. So anyway, because you're not getting out of the house. You're looking pasty. You got to get out of the house. You got to walk. Anyway, uh. my second one is a book. It's called Weaponized Lies by Daniel J. Levitin. It is Critical Thinking in the Information Age. It is a really good book to talk about uh, how to deal with the propaganda that comes out of that, that, that not only is propaganda always been there, but now it's coming from your next door neighbor. Okay. It's really good. 
Well, thank you for that sub bullet or the fuck right. that was. I, I mean, look, man, I ran. Um, you just need to get out of the house. Man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, I ran ten miles on the streets of Chicago the other day before the sun was up, before seven a.m. So eat a bag of dog shit, you lazy, pasty step making and step counting fuck. My third thing this week, it's a listen. God, I love this. I love this podcast so much. Not enough to subscribe to Slate. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, hit, I, love, I love Slate's hit parade. Uh, so listen to this, and he, because this leads into, we're going to have a guest on in a couple weeks, probably. We have to figure out the schedule with Rory Zacker to talk about Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Tramps Like Us. Uh, there's a two-parter. Bruce Springsteen went from the new Dylan to pop pinup when he learned to keep the catchy songs for himself. And I like I don't dislike Bruce Springsteen. I feel like he's kind of the, it's kind of like um, Bruce Springsteen to me is, is sort of like breathing. It's just kind of it's always been there. Like I've always just I've always taken breaths. I was in my Bruce life, Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, has Springsteen been there. is the Johnny Cash of my generation. He's that's, good. Yeah, that's a fair thing. Yeah, sure. But he's kind of always been there. He's, you know, it's always very consistent. He's always been there. To me, he is up there. Like he is like of the '80s. To me, like he is. There's Michael Jackson, Madonna, Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Whitney Houston. Those are like the five like pop music things that define the '80s for me. Okay, and. I don't dislike him, but I have my issues with him, and that's what we'll talk about in a future podcast. Uh, but this two-part, unless you're a Slate subscriber, uh, this two-part episode, this two-part ep- episode podcast, uh, it's interesting, just like music history nerd shit, which is what this podcast is, which is why I love it so much. Um, but it's a, it provided me the weird appreciation, not for Bruce Springsteen, as much as it did the time that he was the boss in the eighties and just how it all kind of came about. Also, I did learn things about him as a songwriter that I had no idea about that made me go, Oh yeah, he's grooving. He used to be rock and roll. He used to be folk fucking, you know, blue collar guy with his guitar and the dark bar rooms and, you know, so yeah, there you go. Slate's uh, like uh, hit parade. Hit parade. My last thing is on Hulu. Um, I watched it very recently, and uh, it's got its flaws, but I kind of liked it. It's called for it's called for Mad Men Only: The Stories of Del Close. It's on Hulu. Ooh. It's directed by Heather. Director is Heather Ross. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it I mean you know, it, for those for those I mean if if you're not if you don't know Del Close or did, didn't know Del Close you don't know who these people are you don't know that kind of comedy scene maybe it won't be that interesting but for somebody that actually took classes with Del Close and knew almost everybody they interviewed I've met or been in a room with mm-hmm. and I went okay I'm I'm gonna watch this it's artfully done it's fun um, it's a nice reminder what a fucking you know lunatic that guy was and it's fun so. You took classes with Adele, so you like you. Yeah. you knew him. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when did uh, he die? What was it? Ninety five. I don't. That was ninety five, ninety six. I okay. I can't remember. I, I honestly can't remember yeah. when he died. I just you know I I I was in his class in ninety three. 
So I know he, he didn't die in 93. He ended up being a kind of a weird problematic dude in hindsight. He was always a problematic dude. Well, Watch okay. this. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I okay. mean, he was never not a problematic dude. He was always a problematic dude. But that's all right. But prob- but then, when he was alive, it was problematic and like, oh, that Del Close. Now it would be, that Del Close needs to die. And I don't know which well, one by, is right or not wrong. By, or, not or, by you and I. Not Certainly not by me. I, I, I accept that there, that people are flawed and... Uh, and, yeah. and and there were, you know, the thing about it is, if all of a sudden, I'll give you an example of where I'm going to go to this. If all of a sudden, um, it was just kind of acknowledged that it was okay to, like, when you went into a bagel shop to just grab a free bagel. What? I mean, it's just like you know, where, if, when, it, how? I'm just saying, if 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 the standard mores of the day, if it was sort of like a thing that everybody just kind of went, yeah. You're kind of stealing from the bagel shop, but it, it it's just what everybody does. Everybody yeah. just you know you go in, you go in, you say hi, you buy your coffee, and you just kind of just kind of lift, you just kind of take a bagel. If that was sort of like something everybody went, yeah, okay, we're just gonna take a bagel. It's not right. You're stealing the bagel, but everybody does it, and everybody kind of goes, yeah, all right. Then. then when they finally say you can't take the bagel, it's illegal to take the bagel. You're you're destroying the bottom line of this person that owns this bagel shop. You are no longer allowed to do that. And if you steal a bagel, you're a piece of shit. And you go, okay, I'm not going to steal a bagel. You can't get prosecuted for stealing the bagel earlier. Yeah, no. Because it was kind yeah. of it was kind of, everybody just kind of went, yeah, all right, you're just stealing a bagel, but everybody does it, so whatever. So yeah. that's what I say about Del Close. That's what I say about Bruce. It's like okay. You, maybe you were a sexist piece of shit in the eighties when but everybody was, was a sexist. Of, yeah. Everybody yeah. was a sexist piece of shit. Doesn't make so it okay. Just but, it makes it fine. Yeah. It's totally fine if you didn't rape anybody, which is never okay, no matter what time or period, because it's pretty much always been wrong to rape. But pretty much, you know, yeah. if you don't if you don't pretty do much. it anymore because you know that's not the accepted thing. If it's now like you can't steal the bagels anymore. Mm-hmm. And you go, all right, I'm not going to steal any more bagels. I, you know, I'm not going to feel bad about stealing bagels earlier because everybody was doing it. But okay, since we're saying, since we're now saying, don't steal bagels, I will not steal any more bagels. And there you go. And that's kind of how I feel about that. That's the show. Rock and roll. Pay for your Have bagels, a great you week. degenerate bastards. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.